Thanks for checking out Church on the Rock's message this week. We would love to help you take your next step in knowing God better. The best way to do that is visit cotr.org slash next steps. Or if you're not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org slash online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you. Today I'm beginning a new series on the power of positive imagination. The power of positive imagination. And why would I talk about that? Because, and this screen here, guys, you might want to work on that one. Thank you. That, that because God can't do more unless I can imagine it. Right? So for God to do more in 2024, then I have to help you and prepare you and equip you and position you to receive more in 2024. More of his love, right? More of his grace, more of his healing, more of his strength more of his peace. Come on, somebody. You know, we're not just talking about material things. We're talking about a greater walk with God, more of God in my family, my marriage, my parenting, my job, my career, a greater anointing. Uh, we want more in 2024. So I, I'm talking today about and next weekend about the power of positive imagination, because it's so important that you and I understand that everything you see here today is a result of someone's imagination. Think about it. Somebody said the greatest nation is imagination. The greatest nation is imagination. Napoleon said imagination rules the world. Napoleon. Imagination rules the world. So you know, I think of the scripture. I love the scripture. It's in, it's not on the notes, but it's John 10, 10. And it says the thief, that's the devil. He comes to steal, kill and destroy. But Jesus said, I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. Well, you and I can't have abundant life if we can't imagine it. You have to imagine it to walk in it. You have to see it to seize it. I'm going to say it as many ways as I can, but please listen to what the Spirit of God is saying. God's going to talk to you through me today. I'm the instrument. I'm the voice of this house. I'm the instrument. I'm the tool that God's using to speak to you, to equip you, and prepare you for more in 2024. We have to imagine it. That's where it all begins. So if you're a note taker, you might want to write down, we first start with imagine, and then number two, we believe, and then number three, we receive. So imagine, it starts there, because your imagination can be positive or negative. If your imagination is negative, then you're afraid, you're fearful, you're worrying, you're imagining the worst. As your pastor who loves you, I want you to imagine the best. If you imagine the best, it creates faith, right? So it starts off with imagination, which is a gift from God, by the way. Imagination, that's where creation starts, and we serve a creator, right? God's our creator. So um, imagination, then, then I'm able to believe, and then I'm able to receive. Those three points, 
All right, so uh, we're going to look at it today. And again, the problem I want to solve is, uh, is a lot of Christians aren't experiencing the abundant life. A lot of Christians are stuck. They're stagnant. They have once, but they never come to pass. They never see the reality of them. They, they, they say, I have faith, but their faith isn't operative. Their faith isn't effective. Their faith isn't getting results. I want to help you this weekend and next Get greater results with your faith. Is that okay? I want you to walk in a new level of abundant life. That's what Jesus came to give us, all right? So if you're ready, I'm ready. Okay, all right. We're going to learn together today. We're going to learn together today. We're going to learn together today, okay? First, they promised me it was working from the back, so it just must be the anointing up here that's affecting it. First Corinthians chapter two, and I really need to start with verse nine. Thank you, guys. First Corinthians two, verse nine. Here we go. That is what the scripture means when it says, "No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has what." Now, in our study today, I want you to see all the scriptures with the word imagine in it. I want you to see that this isn't a, isn't a new age theory. This is a biblical concept, the law of imagination. Now, the world has taken it and perverted it, but it's a biblical law. And I want you to take note that every scripture I give you today, look for the word imagine. It's in the Bible. And our faith is connected to our imagination, okay? So this is what the scripture means when it says, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind. Notice, eye, ear, mind. No eye, no ear, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. I'm looking at folk who love him, okay? But you and I, he can't do what he's prepared for you and I unless we can imagine it. Oh, that's good. In other words, if you can't see yourself healed, you'll never be healed. If you can't see yourself paying those credit cards off, you'll never be paid off, no matter how much Dave Ramsey you use. If you can't see your husband coming home, he's never coming home. If you can't see your kids serving God, if you can't see it, if you can't see it, you'll never have it. Never have it. So notice, eye, ear, mind. Well, we got to go beyond the natural eye to the spiritual eye. You have two sets of eyes, natural and spiritual. So notice the eye gate, the ear gate, and the mind. No one can imagine on their own what God has prepared for those who love him. So those who love him, wow, their best days are always ahead. God has prepared their future. And God only gets better and better, and excuse me, gooder and gooder. Okay? Now, let's go to the next verse, verse 10. But it was to us that God revealed these things. What things? The things he has prepared for you. The things that you can't, with your natural eye or ear or mind, imagine. So you need a kickstart with the Holy Spirit to help you imagine what God has prepared for you, and the life that he has for you, abundant life. But it was to us that God revealed these things by the Holy Spirit. 
for his spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. Man, this is amazing. This is amazing. So notice God has a good life, an abundant life, and better days. But if you can't imagine that, God can't bring it to pass. And you and I need the help of the Holy Spirit to imagine that because you have two sets of eyes and our natural eyes, our natural ear, our natural reason will limit God, will limit God and put God, put God in a box. Boy, I hope I'm connecting today. No one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit. No one can know God's thoughts except the Holy Spirit. And where is he? He's in you and I as believers. And we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit, because that will limit and restrict you and hold you back. So we can know, we can imagine, we can know, we can see and hear and imagine the wonderful things God has already given us. That's our inheritance. We need the help of the Holy Spirit, right? The senior partner. We need the Holy Spirit to help us see and imagine what God has prepared for us, the family he wants us to have, the marriage, the career, the calling, the ministry, the abundant life. So y'all see that there? Do y'all see the word imagine? Imagine, okay? So it's a gift from God. Imagination is a gift from God. It will either work for you or against you, okay? The greatest nation is imagination. You use it to go into your future and bring it into your present. You use it to go into your future and bring it into your present. This building was someone's imagination. Someone thought it up. Those seats that you're sitting in was someone's imagination. And out of their imagination came the creation of that. Kim and I saw this building in 1977 in Southwestern University in Waxahachie, Texas, going to college. We saw this building, not the outside, but the inside. And so we imagined this before it ever came to pass. But notice, for your faith to work, it has to be connected to imagination. First, you imagine it, then you're able to believe it, and then you're able to receive it. Everything you see here was inside me before you are experiencing it. Everything, the campus, all that we're doing, all right? So my question to you is, what's on the inside of you today? My question to you today is, what are you pregnant with? You conceive it, you believe it, and you receive it. You conceive it, you get pregnant, you believe it, and you receive it. What are you carrying? I'm carrying a church of 10,000 members. I'm carrying a Bible college. I'm carrying a larger campus. I'm carrying Church on the Rocks all over the world. I'm carrying your family and your friends filling this place. I'm carrying a greater TV outreach. I'm carrying greater missionary work. I'm carrying greater impact in our city. What are you carrying? That's your future. Your imagination, you use it to go into your future and bring it into your present. It's a power, imagination, needed 
to reach your potential. It's a power needed to reach your potential. You say, well, this doesn't really relate to me today, Pastor. I don't connect with it. Then you're going to live a small, average life. And that's okay, because most people are content with a small, average life. I say life is too short to live small. Life is too short to live small. Now, if you want to be average, that's great. I remember uh, the first church I pastored in Moberly, Missouri, First Assembly of God Church, 1980. I remember after I preached a sermon one Sunday morning, I was out on the doorstep shaking hands, and one of the deacons came by and said to me, what's wrong with being average? I knew he needed a demon. Oh, no, I knew I was in trouble right off the start with the leadership. What's wrong with being average? Everything. When God has so much for you, wow, okay? You can use it either for good or for bad. Negative imagination imagines the worst and lives in turmoil, stress, anxiety, worry, and fear. You can use it for the good and imagine God's life for you and it brings confidence, faith, and boldness. It's either good or bad. It's either helping you and your faith or hindering you. It's building, here's the definition of imagination. It's building images and pictures on the inside of the person you wanna become. Imagination is building images. Image, imagination. What are you imagining? Well, not much, Pastor. I'm just making it from day to day. Well, that's all you're going to get. It's all you're ever going to have. Because for God to do more in our life in 2024, you have to imagine or see him doing more in your life in 2024. It's building images and pictures on the inside of the person you want to become and the desires you want to see come to pass. I want to see your family saved. I want to see your marriage strong. I want to see your kids on fire, carrying on this church to the next generation. That's the desire of my heart. So I build an image of that every day. I, I pastor two churches, the one that I see and the one that I see. Y'all with me? You should have two lives, the one that you have and the one that you see in the spiritual realm. It's building images, imagination, and pictures on the inside of the person you want to become and the desires you want to see come to pass. Now, Ephesians 3.20, Ephesians 3.20. Maybe I've got the wrong verse there. Uh, Ephesians 3.20 in the contemporary English version talks about God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can imagine. In the contemporary English version, it says imagine. That God is able to do exceedingly abundantly all above you can imagine. Everybody say imagine. Now, in the King James Version, it says ask or think. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you ask or think. In the contemporary English Version, it says above all you can imagine. So what's God depending? He's depending on us and our imagination. If you can imagine it, then God can bring it to pass in your life. Wow. So look at Genesis 6, verse 5. Look for the word imagine 
or imagination. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every what? I can't hear you. And every what? So he sees you, your imagination, whether it's wicked or righteous. God sees the imagination of men and women and boys and girls. And God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. The imagination or the images that you hold on to, those are the ones that will come to pass. It's not a fleeting imagination. Notice they were imagining evil continually. For your imagination and my imagination to come to pass, you have to hold on to it continually. All right? Next verse. Next verse. Genesis 11, verse 6. Look for the word imagine. And the Lord said, Behold, behold, the people are one, and they have all one language. Boy, that's why we have a culture here at Church on the Rock. That's why we have power phrases. Because if we're all saying the same thing, we'll be a strong church. We will be a strong church. I'm a lifelong learner. I'm energized by challenge and change. Most important thing in life is not, th not things but relationships. Those are our power phrases all over this campus. Why? Because if a church is all saying the same language, they become a force, a powerhouse in that community. And the Lord said, behold, the people are one, and they all have one language, and this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. If you can imagine it and hold on to it, it will come to pass in your life. Wow. Look at the word imagine. Nothing will be restrained from them, for whatever they imagine to do, they are able to do. Now let's go to Genesis chapter 13, and let's look at the father of our faith, Father Abraham. God made him a promise, didn't he, that he would have an offspring, and he would be the father of many nations. God gave him that promise, but it was 25 years later before it came to pass. God gave him a promise, and he was standing on that promise for 25 years, okay? Gave it to him at 75, came to pass at 100. Took 25 years for it to come to pass. Abraham, the father of our faith, is just like you and me. He was struggling with his faith from time to time. I know you, maybe you haven't, but I've struggled with my faith from time to time. From sometimes it's been hard to believe for this or hard to believe for that. And I struggle with that. Wonder why my faith wasn't working. Wonder why things weren't changing. The mountains weren't moving. You know, speak to the mountain, cast into the sea. It'll be removed. I was wondering, why aren't the mountains moving, God? Why am I struggling with my faith? Why is my faith weak and wavering? What do I need to do to make it strong? What do I need to do to make it strong? So let's look at Abraham, and let's learn from his life. And the Lord said to Abram, after that Lot was separated from him, lift up your eyes. God's always interested in giving us a vision, a vision. Without a vision, your life will perish. You'll waste your life. Lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are. Look to the north, look to the south, look to the east. 
and look to the west. Verse 15, for all the land that you see, God can only give you what you see. If you can't see yourself healed, you will never be healed. If you can't see yourself out of debt, you will never get out of debt. If you can't see yourself with a greater anointing, you will never have a greater anointing. If you can't see your family on fire, they will never be on fire. God can only give me what I see. I saw this church in 1978 in Waxahachie, Texas. God can only give you what you see. My challenge to you today is, what do you see? Well, Pastor, I'm just trying to get by. You don't want to live a life that just gets by. Pastor, I'm just trying to keep my head above the water. That's a terrible way to live. For all the land that you see, God says, I will give it to you and to your seed forever. And I will make your seed as the dust of the earth. Look at the picture he's giving him. So when you're struggling with your faith, you need a picture. When you're struggling with your faith to believe, you need imagination. For your faith to work, it has to be connected to imagination. There's something you have to see. I will make your seed, he's giving him a picture, a dream board, if you please. As a seed is the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then your seed will also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land, the length of it, the breadth of it, for I will give it unto you. Then Abram removed his tent. He came and dwelt in the plain of Merit, which is Hebron, and he built an altar unto the Lord. What's he doing? Worshiping God. You want to get a vision from God, you can get it through worship unto God at the altar. Genesis 15, verse 1. We know that God gave him that promise, but he struggled with it. He took a shortcut, right, through Hagar and Ishmael. And that's the problem in the Middle East today. He took a life hack. He won the easy road. He wanted a shortcut. So Sarah said, we're tired of waiting. Let's have your handmaiden have sex with her, Hagar. And they produced an Ishmael. That was not God's will. That was a life hack. That was a shortcut. And that wasn't the promise that God gave to him. So look what he says now. So he's been struggling with believing God. But now let's, let's go a few chapters and look what he says. After these things, the word of the Lord came into Abram in a vision. All we need is one word from God to change your life. And here's the word, fear not. I am your shield and I am your exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me? Seeing I'm childless, I'm childless. I'm going without that heir that you said I would have. And Abram said, behold, to me thou hast given no seed, no one born in my house of my own heir. Verse 4, and behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, this shall not be your heir, but he that shall come forth out of your own bowels shall be your heir. And he brought him forth abroad and said, what did he need for him to do? Look, get a vision, get an image, get your imagination working for your faith. And he brought him forth and said, look now towards heaven. He's giving him a picture. Look towards heaven, count the stars. If you're able to number them, he said, so will your seed be. And look what happened after he got a picture, after he got his imagination 
in sync with his faith. He now could believe. So it's imagination. You move to believing. You move to receiving. He believed God now. He got a dream board. He put some pictures on uh, the bathroom mirror. He put some pictures, you know, years ago, years ago. My first Harley Davidson. I wanted a fat boy. Didn't have the money for it. But I put a picture of it on the dashboard of our car. This is years ago. This is in the 80s. And I said, I'm going to have a fat boy, Harley Davidson, someday. I tell my kids. I tell Pastor Kim. I say, see it? I see it. I got a picture on the dash of my car. I see it. I believe it. I have it. You see it? You imagine it? You believe it? You receive it. Guess what? In the 80s, I went to Doc's Harley Davidson, paid cash for it. And then I turned around and gave it to Mac Gober and the tribe of Judah, gave it to them to use for the ministry. But it all started with seeing an image. You can't believe for it unless you can see it. You can't believe for it unless you can see it. So if you can't see yourself healed, you can't believe for it. If you can't see your marriage getting better, you can't believe for it. If you can't see yourself getting that raise, you're unable to really believe for it. You're just a hoping and a wishing. Now he believes after the picture, and he counted it to him for righteousness. And the Lord said to him, I am the Lord that brought you out of the Ur of Chaldees to give you this land to inherit it. Big ideas. You ready for some big ideas? Big ideas. Your vision is connected to your imagination. Your vision is connected to your imagination. Question, how much time do you spend daily working on your imagination, painting a picture of your future, your marriage, your future mate, the marriage you have now, your family, your kids, your health, your job, your career, your ministry? How much time do you spend? They said of Walt Disney, he would spend every Friday just dreaming. Every Friday, just dreaming. So your vision is connected to your imagination. Number two, your capacity to believe God is connected to your imagination. If you can't imagine it, you don't have the capacity to believe for it. Am I helping anybody today? I sure want to help you. I hope you're getting this. This is so powerful. Uh, this is not just theology. You're living in my imagination. You are living in my imagination. You are a result of my imagination, okay? This works. This is the principle. The world's taken it and perverted it. Most Christians don't even do it. They just hop along through life, but we're not average at Church on the Rock. We believe the scriptures, and the scriptures are working for us. Number three, your imagination draws God to you. Your imagination draws God to you. Wasn't he drawn to the imagination of the wicked? Yes, he was. We read it earlier in Genesis. It says he looked upon the earth and saw the imagination of the wicked and came down. So if it works in the negative, it'll work in the positive. So if I'll dream God dreams, I draw God closer to me. Your imagination draws God to you. Can we have a praise break right now? Oh, come on, somebody. Hallelujah. For God to do more in 24, I've got to imagine it. Your imagination draws God to you. Your imagination draws resources to you.
Your imagination will draw resources to you. I don't know what number that was. We don't have a number there. Four, your imagination draws resources to you. If I dream little, I draw little. If I dream big, I draw big. You realize, right, that our monthly budget is like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. Big church, big resources. Big church, big problems. Big church, big resources. Big dream, you need big resources, right? And your imagination will draw resources to you. Revelation 5, 9. I love this. Oh, my goodness. What kind of resources do we have? What do we have in our heavenly bank account? What can we draw on? What is our inheritance? Look what this says. Revelation 5, 9 through verse 12. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain, and you have redeemed us to God by the blood out of every, thy blood out of every kindred, tongue, people, and nation. Verse 10. And has made us unto our God. Now look at your inheritance. Look at your resources. Look what's available to you to dream with and imagine with. And God redeemed us, and he made us kings and priests. And we shall reign about the authority of the believer. We shall reign, not be ruined, not be run over, but we will reign on the earth. And behold, I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne, the beast and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. Look how many angels. Saying with a loud voice, now look at your resources. Look what's available to you so you'll imagine big. So you'll use your imagination for the gospel, for the kingdom, for the church, for your family, for your ministry, for your calling. Saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive, look at this, here, here it is, power, riches, wisdom, strength, favor, glory, and blessing. That's what you have to draw on. That, that's, your, that's your estate. That's your inheritance. That's what Jesus bought and purchased for you and I by his shed blood. So shouldn't we dream big? Shouldn't we believe big? Shouldn't we ask for more and believe for more and serve more and give more and share more and witness more and read more in 2024? Shouldn't we imagine more as the team comes and dream more and ask more? And God honors bold prayers. God honors big prayers. But your faith is connected to your imagination. Y'all got that scripture down now? Y'all know you're not poor. You shouldn't be walking in lack. We shouldn't be restricted. Do you know how to draw on those resources? With your imagination. If you're dreaming little, then why would God bring much to you? If you're not doing much for this church or this ministry or your family or your calling, then why would God bring resources to you? It's when you imagine big and think big and dream big. The, the power a positive imagination. I'm done. Did I help anybody today? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
Oh, come on, let's get really crazy with our thanksgiving. Thank you, Father. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Glory to God, glory to God. Help me, God, to get rid of my stinking thinking, average mentality. Just get by carnal Christianity. God, we're sitting in a multi-million dollar facility. Thousands of people call this church home. God, we're on television all over the world. Father, you've given us opportunities. Doors are opening. God, help us to think big, dream big, imagine big. Get out of our rut. Not be average. Not settle for just enough. Help us, God. Oh, the prayer of Jabez. The prayer of Jabez. Oh, enlarge our borders, God, and bless us, God, and show us how to tap into our inheritance. Hallelujah. 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 Help us not to give up on our dreams. Help us not to give up on our calling. Help us not to give up, God, on what you put in our heart. Let it come alive today. Let the dream come alive today. Let the vision come alive today. Let the imagination work for us today. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Father, I hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard, entered to my mind what you prepared for me. If I can imagine it, you can do it. If I can imagine it, I can believe it. I can receive it. I can walk in that abundant life. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I come against negative thinking. I come against small thinking. I come against jealousy and competition. I come against envy in Jesus' name. God, burn within us today. Burn within us today. God, what you have for us prepared in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 More in 2024 more in 2024 for us to have more you have got to imagine more i have a dream board in my office here i have a dream board in my office at home i have a dream board in my garage at home you got to see it daily you got to visit it daily remember your imagination goes into your future and brings it into the present everything you see here today Everything you see here today was in my imagination. It works, but you have to work it and you have to hold on to it because the devil will fight you to give up. We are not quitters at Church on the Rock. Let's bow our heads, close our eyes. Everybody online, let me talk to you first. Christians, pray under your breath, would you? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever would believe in him should be saved not perish in heaven, eternal life. You're watching, you're saying, Pastor, I needed this today. I'd given up on life. I'd given up on, on dreaming my goals. I'd given up even on God. Today something happened. Pastor, I want to give my life to God. I want to surrender my life to God. Pray for me. But you see, Pastor, I'm a believer. I love the Lord. But Pastor, I've kind of settled for less. Since COVID, I've kind of settled for less kind of given up on my dreams, my goals. Got hit with sickness. I got hit with lack. I got laid off. I lost my lost my uh, portfolio. Kind of given up. But pastor, today, the fire is burning again. Pray for me. I want to reset my life. If that's you, punch the button on 
the screen, whatever you're using, whatever you're watching. And if you need prayer, there are live people standing by who love you, care about you. Now with our heads bowed in this room and in the lobby and the Rock Express, you see, Pastor, what God's talking to me today. I want my sins forgiven. I want eternal life. I want to know I'm forgiven. I want God's love. I want a relationship with God, my creator, who knows me better than anybody else and loves me. Pastor, I want to know God. I want to serve God. Or, Pastor, I'm a believer, but God's resetting my life today. I want more of God in 2024. I'm hungry for more of God. I want to reset my life. Pray for me today. If that's you with our heads bowed, no one's going to come to you. I just want to pray a corporate prayer. You say, Pastor, faith is an act. You've got to do something. Pray for me. Lift your hand high, would you, in every section? Every section, just put your hand up. Keep it up for a second. Let heaven see it. We declare those curtains are down, and that's full back there, and we have more real estate so we can have parking. You, you realize we can't fill this building with our parking lot. It's against code in our city. We can't fill it until we get more land because we need a bigger parking lot. Okay, so, so we thank God for that. You could put your hands down. Everybody, let's pray this prayer together for those at home, those here. Say it with me. Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. I repent of all my sin. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He died for me, and he rose again. Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and take my life and make a difference. In Jesus' name, amen. Look up and let's celebrate as our host comes. What is your next step in your faith? Well, here at Church on the Rock, we would love to help you. Maybe it's to learn more about discovering what it means to belong to a church family being part of a small group, or using your God-given gifts to serve others. Head over to cotr.org slash next steps where you can find out more to all of these. Or if you're part of our online community, visit us at cotr.org slash online. Have a great week and don't forget that God is for you.